the Messiah's Branch Broadcast, a one-hour prophecy program on the American Voice Radio Network, featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry. And now, here's Pastor Dan. Greetings, saints, and welcome to the Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour. We're broadcasting live from the Flint Hills of Kansas, and we're on the American Voice Radio Network. And today's date is September 21st, 2023. Saints, the world is in turmoil. Most still don't realize it, but we are in that time of the end, and that's the time before Messiah's glorious return. So it's time to get out of sin, the world, and look to the holy city. Look to the one who suffered and died for you. Did you not hear the sound of the shofar? You need to heed the warning and get right now before it's too late. Please make the choice for you should or not. If you need help after the program, call me. I'll pray for you or with you. If you get the machine, and leave your name, number, prayer request, and or message. And the phone number is 620-878-4682. That's 620-878-4682. If you have an emergency and need to speak with Dan, text him. Let him know you're going to call on a cell at 316-619-4886. 316-619-4886. You can always find the breaking news, updates about the Wichita Mission Church, radio program archives, and all of our contact information on our ministry hub, which is prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. All right, folks, we're a live radio program. We simulcast live on internationally on some independent FMs, um, four different MP3 streams, live video, and uh, <coughs> audio on Twitch, um, DLive, Twitter, Rumble, YouTube, PhoneBridge, and picked up by about every podcaster out there, at least all the ones that I've seen. On another note, let's thank our listener base. And in places like Madrid, Spain, Port Macquarie, Australia, Frankfurt, Germany, and in the USA, we have Wichita, Kansas, Santa Cruz, California, Nashville, Tennessee. And last week, the largest group of listeners came out of Lafayette, Illinois. And that's when they post to the podcast. So our archive site is at branch.podomatic.com. That's branch.podomatic.com. Okay, folks. Follow us and forget about Twitter. The Twitter's just about to go completely. Everybody's got to pay for it. So Twitter's a dying thing. Anyways, forget about that. But we are at Twitter. That's Pastor Dan Kaplan at Branch 77. I don't do it much. I just go over there to look at the news. I don't post much. Anyway, dear Heavenly Father, in your show, home is name, I pray. Father, I pray radio tonight goes according to your will, not our will, Father. And please give everyone out there ears in which to hear and understand the truth. So please, Father Yahweh and your Son, you show how much he is named. Bless this program tonight. Let's have our uh, song. Yeah. Amen. Pruning before the harvest is a necessary thing to help us bear more fruit for all and to glorify the King. For Jesus is the true vine, His Father holds the shoes. At times the pruning hurts so bad and we have to shed some tears. In time harvest is coming soon. Must be thankful if we've been proved. What it does is makes us strong and bear more fruit for Him. He doesn't cause it cares for us, and that's why He cuts us dead. When He's through, we may not see. Good in what he's done. It may look bad, but we still know we're grafted in his son. In time, harvest is coming soon. We must be thankful if we've been proved. 
Then we see our leaves shoot forth as the sun begins to shine. We know it surely wither if we weren't within the vine. And soon the fruit begins to grow more abundant than before. And as it's fit for others' use, we keep on bearing more. The end-time harvest is coming soon. We must be thankful if we've been pruned. We must be thankful if we've been pruned. We must be thankful if we've been pruned. Oh, oops. Well, oh, okay. we're here now. And we'll start back over. Yeah, we'll start that over. I had it muted. Okay. Uh, anyway, we have a real life Dr. Doolittle. Scientists is on the verge of cracking a code for talking to animals. Artificial intelligence could soon be used to decode dog, whale, and bird communications, researchers say. John Michael Rock by John Michael Rock Fox News. Uh, talking with dogs, decoding well sounds, and interpreting bird calls could all be possible in the coming years as an artificial intelligence applications learn to translate different creatures' communications, animal researchers said. Scientists have started using AI tools to analyze vast quantities of data on various species' communications ranging from sounds, postures, expressions, and more to determine if they can understand and talk to animals in human terms. The door has been opened to using machine learning to decode languages that we don't already know how to decode, said Anne Raskins, who co-founded the Earth Species Project, a nonprofit aiming to develop AI models that let humans have conversations with animals. He predicts this will be possible within the next two years. The plot twist is that we will be able to communicate with animals before we understand them, Raskins told scientists, Scientific America. It would surprise me if we discovered expressions for grief or mother or hungry, uh, others across species, Christian Rutz, a behavioral archaeologist uh, at the University of St. Andrews, agreed. He says it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. With new AI developments, people realize that we are on the brink of fairly major advances in regards to understanding animal community behavior, he asked, or he said. Uh, the research and possible breakthroughs so well beyond just translating animal sounds. Uh, can con Just a guy. Um, so, Solbon Kolikov. An animal language researcher is aiming to develop an AI model that interprets dogs' barks as well as their facial expressions for owners. We are so fixated on sounds being the only valid element of communication that we miss many of our other cues, he said. Despite this added comp uh, complexity, uh, Solomon Chekhov is confident that machine learning will soon reveal more about what pets are trying to communicate. AI advancements are helping translate other animals besides traditional pets as well. The lead biologist for Project CETI, uh, Shane Guro, for example, is using it to decode sperm whale sounds. Uh, he, his team is using underwater microphones to track CODAs a specific pattern of well sounds, the plans uh, to use AI to, trans to translate them. 
Um, and Guro started by feeding Codas his turn his team and manually decode did a an allerithrogram. So an allerithrogram, yeah, that's that's a you know that's a thing that they use to a program basically. You know, it's just like there's an allogram that you can when you hit translate, you know, on mm -hmm. something and it translates it. Well, that's an allogram. And Which so was able to correctly identify a subset of whales 99% of the time. CETI hopes to eventually create a whale chatbot. Chat box. Oh, chat chat box. box. Um, SETI, by the way, is the one. Chatbot, a robot. Right. Okay. Anyway, SETI is the one that has been trying to listen for uh, um, alien sounds for many years. Back when I first got our. When I got my first computer, they asked if you wanted to be part of the program, and I was for a while, which it ran a program in your background so that every time your computer was on, you were helping to decode things they thought, listen for things that they thought might be from alien life someplace else. So SETI does other things besides just search for alien life. But I don't know. Do you want to talk to your cats? I know what my cats want, but I don't need nobody to tell me. That's like I said, if you know your pet, you know what they want. You yeah, know what's well, wrong with them. Yeah, but you might be you might be surprised at you what they might. Might not get it right. They might be telling you off. Yeah, they're they're they're. That's kind of my point. Well, that's when they do what you tell them not to do blatantly and look at you like you're stupid. That's when they're telling you off. Yeah, well, that seems so, but I guess we'll we'll find out. But it just goes to show you. So this is going to be accomplished through artificial intelligence, and everything is switching over to artificial intelligence. I don't know if we need. There's a kicker. I don't know if we need to go talking or listening to our pets. Um, I guess it would be okay, but you know, um, I wouldn't want my come to find out that my kitty cat that. The, the kitty cat's telling me off instead of loving on me. Or snitching out everybody else in the house. Yeah, there's that. So you know, you don't know what you. So you don't know what to expect. Yeah, and there's something. You know, well, hey, what did it, did such and such do something? Yeah, come tell you what they did just to get a treat. I know one little girl that would do that by the name of Maggie. Yeah. Well. Anyway, so that's that's really really you know. It's crazy. Okay. Um, we, I'm going to start into this. I don't know that I'll be able to get it, it done. So let me uh, see if I got something shorter to deal with right now. If God didn't like the lower Babel, he probably wouldn't like this either. Yeah, there's that. You know, God didn't make it. There you go. You think, how do you think God would feel about it? I mean, he didn't make the animals where he could communicate. Although well, he, he gave you communication skills, he just didn't want you to exactly interpret the language. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, there's also the fact that, well, you know, um, if you look in the Bible, you know, a jackass talked. Um, uh, you know what I mean? Bail and Yeah, the why'd you hit me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, John F. Kennedy made a statement recently, and this is what he's talking about. He says it was kind of insulting um, that under President Biden, this is what, you know, some things about Biden, about his influence. At the very least, he sold appearances that he had influence. In other words, these are the bad things that Biden did, and they should be apparent to everybody. Um, at the very least, he sold his appearance that he had influence. We're talking about with the um, thing between his son and, you know, the things that they're getting ready to impeach him on. And this is Senator John Kennedy. Well, you know, right now they're they're blocking him. I mean, that guy is really popular. I really, if John Kennedy was a, a, a Republican, he would probably run in a tight race for, for um, Trump because he has some really super positive ideas, you know, you, you would think the guy's a Republican, not a Democrat. Anyway, he says, uh, at very least, Biden sold the appearance that he had influence. Number two, he shared that money with some members of his and his presidency, um, the Biden family. So they shared money. And the statute actually says, he even if Biden didn't really participate in, because his family received money, 
that makes him guilty. You know, so if one's guilty of it, and his family are all guilty of it. And anyway, so number three, the president was not telling the truth when he said he didn't know anything about it. Of course he did. Um, number <clears throat> number four, in fact, President Biden, we know, aggressively enabled it. We know that. We, we know he even bragged about it and said, hey, I got this guy fired. You know, well, absolutely. So he knew about it. Um, in the Obama administration, number five, he says, the Obama administration knew about it, at least some of it, but they didn't do anything to stop it. Number six, the White House and the Justice Department, it appears, um, had this kid's grease through an inappropriate plea bargain, but the whistleblowers came forward and they did, um, in other words, they're saying that the Justice Department was trying to get Hunter Biden out of everything until everybody pointed it out and pointed it out to the judge. And so his sweetheart deal fell through, and now he's facing 10 years. But it's a federal crime. The president will, um, you know, pardon his son, you know, even if that's the last act. Now, we've got other people saying that um, some important Ted Cruz said that he believes that they're going to take a Biden, uh, Biden out and they're going to put in who? Yes. Michelle Obama? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's yeah, because and, I figured she was coming up next. Well, that's, that comes from he, President Biden. Michael, and he said they might as well because he even hinted towards that. It was actually Obama that was running things. And that's Senator Ted Cruz from Texas. And, uh, you know, so, you know, that's... I'm surprised they didn't put him in there. Oh, him, her, him. I'm surprised they didn't let him go before... Biden anyway because Obama's running anyway. Why didn't Michelle just run? Well, they really wanted to take a back seat. He didn't want to because this way. Why should they do that? This way, and they have more terms. The they can go and go back again and get another four term. Well, yeah, that's part of it. But the other part of it is 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 accountability. They have plausible deniability if, if Biden does something that's. Or he has Biden do something that's treasonous, which is everything. Then um, he has no blame. You know, they would have to pin him and prove him. You know, which would be a tougher thing to do. So you know, he gets to be crooked, and you know, he hides from it without taking the blame. But you know, every president, every president after they came out of office, moved out of Washington D.C. But um, Guess who didn't? Obama. Okay. Plus, Mike is a man that if he stays in the background, less likely to be exposed. Yeah, there's so much evidence out there about Michelle. And that's, I don't know how they're going to get past that, because there's so much evidence out there that Michelle Obama is actually Michael Obama, whether it's pictures or this or that, and Obama saying that he's you know, likes men and all that. And the they have college pictures out. of Obama, of um, both of them together hanging out on the college campus. Right, where there's no pictures of Obama and a girl ever. No. Yeah, there, there's, there's none. There's men zero. coming forward that had sex with him, though. There's no. There's a man, yeah, coming forward say he had sex with him. Um, so you know, this is what we got. Folks, the world is so messed up out there, but it happened because people were asleep. And people in America got too relaxed and think everything is going to be fine and oil will be cured in the next election. In the meanwhile, the leftists bought everything off. They bought up the news media. They took control of the schools. And so this is where you're at. You did it because you were asleep. You're supposed to be awake. And the Bible tells us not to be asleep or drunk in the night. What does that mean? It means exactly what America did. America was asleep at the wheel. Yeah. Not only Just like one day you woke up and COVID was here. Yeah, amen, amen. Well, they snuck that in, in which they're trying to put all the COVID things back in place because the next election's coming up. And, you know, in a lot of states, they're just, it was like this. After COVID, and they stole the election and everything, America was in, you know, COVID put them in, sh in shock for over a year. But now people and, you know, some senators and different people, people in power are awake and out of the shock. 
they're seeing the reality and they're really starting to fight back. And they know exactly really what happened. Well, of course they know what happened. It, it's all over there. They're in in several of the swing states. There's lawsuits going on right now where they brought out the ballots and they're testing the, the ballots. And it depends on whether the judge is crooked or not. But the point is, is all those things are going to go in an appeal court um, one way or another. So the evidence is coming out, and we do have a year for that. But, my goodness, I don't know how America will still be in America in another year because of something that we're going to talk about over after break, um, which is really dramatic. You wouldn't believe how many people crossed the border um, yesterday and today. What? I think we're doomed. I think they're setting it up just to ta- attack. Doesn't the Bible say we'll be attacked from within? Well, Everybody no. Everybody will be saying peace, peace, and then it'll come from within. It says when they're yelling, when the world is yelling peace, peace, and sudden destruction would come. That's what it says about the world. America isn't, of course, it wasn't even America at that time, but according to Prophet Dimitri Dudeman, America ha- uh, has been identified as Mystery Babylon, which really, really does fit the thing. You know that, you know, I just read some of the documents yesterday that that finally were released through the, the Freedom of Information Act that there was a widespread plan that in 1947 they were they were getting ready to send at least 200 nuclear missiles to Russia and just destroy the whole country because they you know whatever reason they wanted to do it and had not Russia came up with the nuclear weapon which caused to have nuclear assured destruction, you know what I'm saying, then we would have blew uh, Russia off the map around between 1947 and I think it was 52, it said, and all the documents are there, but that stopped it. And that's why some of the atomic scientists leaked information to help Russia get a bomb, because that stopped it. Actually, if you look at all the paperwork and everything, um, Russia and China, and as far as the nuclear race goes, aren't weren't the bad guys. They may be bad guys now, but they weren't the bad guys then. And America was going to wipe them off the map. Tell them where they can find us. We'll go to break. You can find all of our radio program archives, all of our mission updates, all of our contact information. It's over there at prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. We'll be back in four minutes. Pastor Dan will be right back. In Genesis 41, tells the story of Pharaoh having a dream of seven fat ears of corn, followed by seven blasted ones, meaning there's seven years of plenty, and then there was seven years of famine following. We are now in seven years of famine once again, starting September 25th of 2021. Joseph's Kitchen is about getting actual wheat berries, Putting them through a meal takes 30 seconds, putting it along with the ingredients into a bread machine, pushing a button. Two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice steaming hot loaf of whole wheat bread. Most long-term storage food is from nine to $10,000, one person, one year. At Joseph's Kitchen, it's two people, one year, about $2,000. Then you decide whether you want to have food for one person, one year, two people, one year, four people, one year, or six people, one year, all at josephskitchen.com that's right about a thousand dollars per person per year at josephskitchen.com josephskitchen.com in this time of the social and spiritual breakdown of america and the world in these prophetic end times god is calling multitudes of christians to the ozarks and other safe havens around the world to survive so they can spread the gospel The Ark Haven Intentional Neighbors Vision is to prepare Christians physically, mentally, and spiritually for these end times. Thousands are coming to the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas and Missouri, where even the CIA says it's one of the safest places on earth. The Intentional Neighbors concept allows Christian neighbors to own adjacent land to each other so they can aid and help each other. The community is exploding with nurses, a doctor, and other professionals as well as many others. If you cannot afford to buy a house, you can rent a house. Call 
479-502-1789. That's 479-502-1789. Or visit arkhaven.org. That's arkhaven.org. Tell them Pastor Dan sent you. Well, we're back. This is Pastor Dan and Linda Catlin. And you're listening to Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour on American Voice Radio Network. I guess I got to get up here by my microphone so I don't get told that I'm not coming in correctly. Okay, anyway, moving right along. Uh, excuse me, folks, so sometimes I seem a little slow today because I didn't get much sleep last night. But anyway, moving right along. So, uh, Mission Church. We really need, right now, we need stock for... Um, yeah, I'm running really super low on meat. On meat, yeah, and that's a big deal. I'm, I've ha- I have five rolls, and I'll use one tomorrow, So, and i got three that I'm going to take, so and there's two at church, so, yeah, I'm running low. Okay, so uh, she says a roll, a roll is a roll of hamburger, Ten folks. pounds of hamburger. How far will that go? One meal. How many does it feed? Just depends. Sometimes... It, always different it just depends on what i make out of it and anywhere from 30 to well i make two pans now so it used to be anywhere from 30 to 80 but now it's for anywhere from 80 to 150. yeah that's really stretching it you know in a per and the people keep coming back i mean you know they they get like um you know like say goulash you know well it's it's good and there's meat there to flavor it you know in your home you would put more hamburger in it but this is what we got but the people keep coming back and the, the goulash is good but you know it's pretty amazing to make take 10 pounds of hamburger and feed that many people 10 pounds of hamburger just for the goulash is 10 pounds of hamburger two cans of tomatoes a can of crushed tomatoes a can of, and those are number 10 cans a can of tomato sauce and 10 to 12 pack pounds of pasta whichever i use yeah see there's the kicker there's the pasta the meat's more like just flavoring you know what i'm saying yeah, and then all my spices you know my main spices are celery seeds basil garlic pepper and salt yeah amen amen so anyway pr- so pray about supporting which Thomas and church there's a lot of people you know we have big numbers part of these people are homeless but a huge part of these people are not homeless they just can't afford to get a meal and keep a roof over their head too, and so they come to us for it. You know, we got a lot of things. What do we got to give away tomorrow? What was that? Well, I don't think we're going to be able to do it tomorrow because the girls are sick, and that's what Daniela does. I don't have time to do the food and the clothes, so we'll probably have to wait till next Friday to put them out on the table because Tuesday's food day. Okay, so what did we receive from the Mennonites? A, a, a bunch of different kinds of clothes and some shoes and um, a bunch of fleece blankets. Yeah, amen. But she's got sleeping bags. I don't know if that, if the gloves and the hats and all that stuff came with this load because she had too much to load. But she's got a bunch of winter stuff. I don't know if we got it all yet. I just have to get it out and log it and then get it out and see. But that's Daniela's job. I can't yeah, run the I, kitchen I and the donations. That. Well, I wouldn't think I'm about that. I'm not superwoman. I mean, I'm pretty super, but not that super. Okay, yeah. Anyway, so I wasn't really thinking about that. So... Support the Wichita Mission Church. Folks, there used to be people would send it, you know, and you can do this too. We'll give you the address. If you want to mail, don't mail it to the Wichita Mission Church. We'll give you the address to mail it to Florence. But if you want to um, do like over-the-counter medications or gloves or hats and all those things that people need for the winter, um, drop ship it to us. Or now we're in that age where, ever, you know, you can buy from at Walmart from another state. And we can just go pick it up at Walmart or the Dollar Tree or whatever. And so there's lots of ways that you can do that. If you don't want to donate cash, I get it. Well, you know, maybe you want to buy some gloves or some hats or something like that. And it's time to stock up on antihistamines and cough syrup and that kind of thing, too. I'm not sure where you're at on that because that's not my job either. That's your job. I do the food. 
Yeah, I didn't say that. <laughs> and I just asked for that. So. Oh, did you? Yeah, I just did. So, anyway, 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 um, that's going to take us into, let's talk about this next. This is really dramatic. Um, I'll read the headline and I'll let her read the article. A highly corrupt EPA literally just banned sales of Berkeley water filters, calling them pesticides. Berkeley water filters is some of the very best water filters that are out there. They will even filter out viruses. When we read this article, it will explain why. But Berkeley was just said they were reclassified as something else, and they stopped them from being sold. This is a blatant thing that, as I said, this article will explain it. Um, so let's go to the yeah, article. So you can't have clean water. Well, it goes a little deeper than yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. By S.D. Wells, September 19, 2023, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency has decided to ban Berkeley water filters officially labeling them as pesticides. Wow. Berkeley has sued the EPA in response to their sudden and unorthodox reinterpretation of their own regulations. Berkeley water filters are regarded by many as some of the best filters money can buy. And several of the Berkeley products have been featured on Good Morning America, Martha Stewart, Food Network, Thrillist, Goop, and Forbes. Berkeley products, which have been on the market for a quarter of a century, became popular due to their gravity purifier and filtering elements that can remove hundreds of waterborne pathogens and contaminants. Okay. Practically any ministry that sells anything connected with survival stuff or anything like that, or even these non-survivalist things, sell Berkeley water filters. Uh, they're they're great, you know. They're they're just super. They're supposed to be the most people say. You say, well, hey, what kind of water uh, uh, filter thing should I get? I say Berkeley. Everybody, Berkeley, Berkeley, Berkeley. Okay, well, I, I got one that's usable. I got another one that has no filters, but I can't buy them. Here's why. According to Berkey's uh, website, their products can dramatically reduce bacteria like E. coli, chlorine. Chlorine manings, parasites, fluoride, heavy metals, ignorance, minerals, thyroomethane, uh, pharmaceuticals, petroleum contaminants, uh, bisphenol A, BPA, prefluora chemicals, PFOSA, or OAS, herbicides and pesticides, protozoans, ironic minerals. Inorganic. Inorganic minerals, uh, FOCs, petroleum products, pre-fluorinated chemicals, rust, silt, sediment, and even radiological. In other words, you know, you know, radiant, you know, yeah. like stuff from, uh, you know, Radiation. nuclear weapon. Go ahead. Yeah. One of the main elements in the Berkey water filters that contributes to their successful purification is silver. Silver is an active ingredient in many pesticides, thus partly examining or explaining the EPA's decision to label Berkey as such. However, there were several decisions made by the EPA before the non-sensual label that shed greater light on their true intentions. The EPA announced at the beginning of the COVID pandemic that they were considering reinterpreting their own regulations regarding water filters capable of removing viruses. Now, there's your explanation. Silver, we're talking about silver, like colonial right, like we tell them about Tell right. them about colonial silver. That's what we take for everything. It kills, uh, so it curl, it kills back viruses and bacteria, and it works erect, iac, any kind of... Yeah, recent, 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 silver and you get better. Recently, I had pink eye. I put some in my eye when I had pink eye, and it stopped itching immediately, and the pink eye went away. There's a point. But so, silver, and silver dates back. In fact, if, if you get a burn, in fact, I educated one of the new doctors over there that my doctor was training recently. I was explaining to him about colloidal silver, and I explained it in a way, you know, talking about how um, they use it in a salve. For burns, because burns are one of the biggest, easiest infected things that you can get. Yeah, and I've gotten it for years. Unless my kids run to mom, you got any silver? You got any silver dime, mom? Yeah, silver dime, and it's a cream. 
and it has silver and it has silver in it because it kills germs so okay um, it has an antibiotic in it and it is it, it does it'll heal it'll make your burns where you don't scar or anything it is a wonderful drug um, Frank says band-aids come in infused with silver. I've yeah, seen it. Do. I've seen them before. We got we had them at the church. They had them at the Dollar Tree one year. Right, and it's not all band-aids, just some. No, band-aids. they'll say it on the box. Right, right, uh, and so anyway, uh, and he said California uh, banned Berkeley's before, but um, the point is, is look at, at their timing. They ran. Wanted to reinterpret it when COVID hit. It's just like right now they're going after any medications over counter medications that work with colds and things because they want you to take the shot. The viruses you can get the viruses. Excuse me, get in the water. They don't want you to clean the water up. They want you to get sick. Oh yeah, so you need to go get you some Benadryl, Sudafed. If you take that kind of stuff, you need to get it now because it's going to disappear off the shelf. Well, and and two, there are a few places that they're being allowed, according to Stan Prophecy Club. He says that he uh, is going to go ahead and sell his stock that he already has, and so. If you know of a, you go to the Berkeley site, it's completely shut down. But there's a lot of these people that still sell Berkeley filter, you know, filters and. Oh, you can get things. them from Joe Joseph's Kitchen, right? Yeah, Joseph's Kitchen's got some, and the Prophecy Club itself has them. And I don't know where they have. It's all the same stock or not, but um, you can get them in places like that. But there's a lot of other people that carry them too. You know, if, if it's anything that has to do with end times or whatever that sell. Food or anything, they're going to sell Berkeley water filters anyway. Um, and it's a whole system, and it's like a canister with the filters in it. Anyway, let's go on. Concerned by this analysis, Berkey owner Jim Shepard contacted the EPA consultant for guidance. They provided none. In fact, they told Shepard that Berkey products were exempt from the re-inter- reinterpreted regulations. EPA pretended pretends to care for Americans' health, but does very little to protect us from contaminants in water. Following the lackluster consultation from the EPA representative, Shepard decided it was best to continue manufacturing Berkey products. Shepard was confident Berkey products were not only safe for the American people, but also incredibly helpful. Arguably, the most important role that Berkey filters play in terms of Americans' health in their remo- is their removal of fluoride. According to the Harvard study, results support the possibility of adverse effects of fluoride exposures on children's neural development. Uh, the EPA identifies fluoride as a dangerous chemical, yet the U.S. government still introduces it to the public water supply to supposedly reduce tooth decay. That's what I've always been told. Yeah, but it's but it's it's. It, it will kill you. Uh, I mean, yeah. it really has bad stuff in it. And Frank, yes, you're right. There's something in the Bible that says a third of the water is going bad. Is going to go bad. Yes, a third of the water it says in the Book of Revelation, a third of the water is going to go bad. And so you, we really do need. This is a critical thing. You can well, you can live a little while with longer without food, and you know, then you can figure out how to eat grass and things. Yuck, yuck! If you don't have anything stocked. But water is the one thing that you can't go without at all. It won't, it's just a short period can't of time. Can't you just boil water and get it all out? Or you have to no, have to not all of it. Not, not all of it, you know. Not mm. all of it. You can kill viruses, but all those things that that filter takes out, you can't get it out by boiling water because the particles are still there. This stops the particles from going on through. You understand what I mean? Um, but so... Um, but the but this article goes on to say that they turned around and uh, uh, <laughs> even though they they uh, at first told Berkeley that they were going to be exempt, they changed their mind and so now back that up a minute. What did that say in black? That right there. Let me read that. Even more puzzling is the timing of the decision, as pawns of the Biden administration seem to be preparing for a revamp of the COVID. The federal government wants to make water filters that remove that remove the virus unavailable to the American people. Interesting, huh? Yeah, and again, it goes on to say that Berkeley's are some of the best water filters that um, you know a person can buy. Well, this other one that I got here, this is 
Man, those people don't stop at nothing. First, they want to take your hot water heater so you can't take a shower. Then they want to take your fan so you can't even turn on your fan to cool off and your air conditioner because it's not good for you to have an air conditioner. Then they want to come and take your your electric sto- or your gas stove. And then they don't even want you to have an electric stove, so they don't want you to cook. Then well, they, they do. Burn well, down well, 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 they do. W- stop. Stop. They wow. do want you to have an electric stove. They want everything switched to electricity. So they can turn off the grid. Yeah, I forgot. So they can turn it off. They're not yeah. trying to ban your. They're trying to ban gas stoves. Yeah. They're not trying to ban electric stoves. They want you to buy electric yeah, stoves. The they hot want water you to. The ceiling fans and the and the and, well and the, the ceiling. The ceiling fans, they're what we'll do. It will take it would take a twenty-five dollar ceiling fan to a price of about two hundred dollars, um, which people aren't going to buy. But they're not going to completely ban them. But they may as well. But this is really dramatic, and this is probably the biggest thing that we should have been talking about today. Oh yeah. Um, it invasion. Nearly nine million people have illegally entered the United States during the Biden administration. After after tens of billions of dollars have been spent by Bush, Obama, Trump administrators shutting the door to terrorists, namely hardening America's airline and maritime, and maritime security, the Biden administration has opened the back door of the U.S.-Mexican border. Since Biden took office in January 2021, nearly nine people... Nine million people have illegally entered the United States via Mexico. By every metric, illegal immigration increased last month at the southwest border, the northern border, unaccompanied, 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 say that. Unaccompanied children. Accompanied. Okay, there you go. I told you people I've been up all night, not, not up all night, but most of it. Anyway, uh, unaccompanied. Children, family units, and single adults. Um, the president of the Federation for the American Immigration Reform, FAIR, in response to the data released in July by the U.S. Customs Board. In 30 months, in the 30 months that President Biden has been in office, there have been 6.9 million CB, uh, CBP. That's, that is communist, um, from China. Encounters with 1.7 million known gotaways, Steen noted. Outside of the people who work at the White House, there is no one who would consider 8.6 million people entering the country illegally to be successful, sustainable, or rational policy. Every time they get the guy up in front of Congress, that's Biden put in charge of us. He he says, as they all say, oh, the border's secure. What a big lie. Of oh, course wait it till is. you hear this. Now, we just saw Wednesday a train load of roughly 4,000 military-aged men from Venezuela enter the United States but are now in Texas. But wait, then I hit this today. Per CBP sources... In the last 24 hours alone, over 10,000 migrants were encountered at the border, bringing us back to the all-time record high we last saw in May before the end of the Title 42. 8,500 plus were Border Patrol apprehensions, 1,600 at CBP ports of entry. We're talking about in one day. In one day. Yesterday, we saw 4,000 coming on, on a train. You know they're 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 using training. Yeah, I seen a video of them standing up and yelling, "Yay, freedom!" Yeah. and all kinds of stuff. That's an invasion. Go ahead. Um, in the first, uh, in just the first eight months of 2023 alone, U.S. federal agents have arrested at least 149 people on the terror watch list illegally entering into the United States, according to the last CBP statistics released in August. How many <coughs> how many terrorists? Did the Customs and Border Patrol miss? Where though are where are all those terrorists now? And what are they plotting? And when will they uh, strike? Yeah. In a significant concession to the New York City Mayor Eric Adams and other blue state officials, the Biden administration has agreed to make roughly 470,000 Venezuelan migrants eligible for work permits aimed at. Easing the financial strain on major migrant destinations. Oh, wow. Venezuelans who arrive in the U.S. by July 31st will be eligible for the program known as Temporary Protected Status. It offers them deportation protections and the ability to work legally for at least 18 months. And Wow. 
but it's not legal. No, All this stuff not. that they're doing is totally not illegal. In fact, the Constitution says it's, it's treason if you do not protect the borders of the United States. It goes on to say it's critical that Venezuelans understand that those that arrived here before July 31st, 2023 aren't eligible for such protection. Instead, will be removed when they're found not to have a legal basis to stay. That's what the Homeland Secretary um, Manoris said in a statement. That's a load of garbage. That's the guy that I'm telling you that they put in, keep putting in front of Congress and says, oh, the borders are secure. They're not secure. They are forever trying to change the democratic uh, the democ the way the population is in the United States. Believe it or not, folks, it was a UN plan. You can go online and read it. That was that we came up with in 1960. That was called replacement population. Well, they're replacing us to try to kill us off. These people aren't. They're not forcing them to have shots or any such thing. In fact, they're bringing all kinds of diseases and everything that we haven't seen in many, many, many years into the United States, such as polio and tuberculosis and all kinds of things spread all over the place. And so, but this is an intentional plot. It's an invasion of the United States. America right now is falling. You know, it is fallen. The the people that are in charge are there illegally, and, the, and even if they were had got there legally, everything that they're doing is treasonous. In a recent interview with Town Hall, former GOP uh, Maya Flores, who is running for reclaimer seat in Texas, 34th cadastral district, said that uh, her Mexico boarding district has been impacted by the Biden administration's mishandling of the border cr uh, crisis. The Mexican cartel, she says, is in full control of the southern border, Flores told Town Hall. This is a situation that people who live near the border deal with on a daily basis. It's, it's the best time for terrorists to come into country because we don't have border security. We have a federal government that refuses, that's treason, to enforce the law. This is the deadliest administration where most migrants have lost their lives. Nothing will stop the crisis until the Biden administration starts enforcing the law and starts deportations. There's very little deportation happening. When people are are not sending people back, people will continue to come. Um, you know, so we have an invasion of the border. That's why I said earlier, you know, while we're going to have an election and, and maybe, you know, we might get lucky and win it, it's going to be awful hard. But you know what they're doing? It, like in Wisconsin, I think it was Wisconsin. Wisconsin just changed the law to where anybody that gets a driver's license is automatically registered to vote. Okay, that might sound like a good deal to some people, but Wisconsin also is a place that gives driver's licenses to, to illegal aliens. To illegal aliens. So uh, it's supposed to be an honor system. So, you know, really, these they're banking on the Democrats are banking on these people voting for them. I dropped 50 million ballots, honestly. Fake ballots, honestly. <laughs> That's a joke. Anyway, yeah. I want to say something, y'all. Um, we're in the 10 days of all right now, and Monday is Yom Kippur, day, highest holy day of the year, which is Day of Atonement, and that will begin this Sunday at dark. So Sunday at dark, we will have Yom Kippur. Sunday dark to Monday. Monday dark. dark. Right, right. Because folks remember a day starts at in the Bible, biblical day start. It's even into even. You know, for there was a, an evening and a morning were the first day. Even unto even, the Bible says it all the way through, and that's a really hard concept for people to understand. In fact, I was trying to explain that to uh, uh, Dave and uh, Robert or Jim or whatever his name is over there at. Uh, Oh, the Wichita Mission Church, but believe it or not, um, I was really amazed at how David, because uh, I talked to him about Yeshua before, that he's actually soaking it up, and yeah. he was understood, and the other guy wasn't. But the other guy had went switched from going to a charismatic church, you know, Robert Hollis, to now he goes to a Catholic church, and so. But it came out that's how we got into an hour-long discussion that he wanted to know, and he didn't even realize that it was wrong to pray to Mary or pray to saints and all those things, but he was actually listening. And Dave, which really surprised me, he 
things that I had told him before, he actually remembered, remembered and, and, and was, was pumping into it. So, amen. And so, no, I didn't end up not getting a workout because so by the time I got done talking to these two guys, Elijah was already done with his work. <laughs> he was already done with his shower and ready to go. Dad didn't even went to, to the dressing room yet. Well, it's time to go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, well, I... I, I, I take it back. I did get to use the bicycle before I ran into him. And yeah. then I, I did use one machine, and I was starting to use another when he walked up. And yeah. said, well, I haven't seen you in a while, you know, which is cool. Uh, and I like him, but, you know, I don't mind giving up the gym time for a witness. Because right. the witness is more important than the gym time. Okay. So pray about supporting the Wichita Mission Church. We are the last hope for so many of folks. All of us are out there. We're all responsible to care one for another. All donations, and I mean this, folks, all donations, no matter what size, helps. And the father notices all donations that come from where? Your heart. Yes, folks. And absolutely. I mean, a $5 donation, they add up $10, $20, we you have, know. We have um, a lady that's a widow that has donated $10 a month for the last, oh, probably 12 years, I'd say, or longer. Yeah, amen, amen. So if you don't wish to consider, uh, you know, wish to help with the poor, again, forgive my speech. I've been up, have not had enough sleep. If you don't wish to help with the poor, consider a donation for Radio Airtime. It's not free, and donations keep us on the air. And you can donate online by Cash App, over the phone, by mailing a check or money order, and make those out to Messiah's Branch. And you can find all that information at prophecyhour.com. That's prophecyhour.com. If you don't wish to help with the poor, please consider a donation for radio airtime. Mark your donation if you want it to go specifically for something, or it will just go into the regular fund for bills and, and daily needs. So thank you, and be blessed. Help yeah, and, amen. And that's something I haven't been pointing out is I never even thought about it. Yeah, you make your sucker money order out to Messiah's Branch. You don't make it out to Pastor Dan or Linda Catlin or any of that. Make it out to Messiah's Branch. But remember, folks, there is only one true God. He is your Father. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His Son is Yeshua HaMashiach. He gave His life for repentant sins, and He rose after three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And through Him, and only through Him, is the way of the Father. Remember what? Uh, always be a blessing to others and pray for the peace of Jerusalem, because when you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, it's like praying for Messiah's return. Remember, Sunday dark to Monday dark, the Day of Atonement. Lord our God, Father, King of the Universe, ask in Yeshua HaMashiach's name that, Father, you would please bless and keep them, and that your face would shine upon them, and that you would be gracious to them and give them peace like no one or nothing else can. Until next week, this is Pastor Dan saying goodbye and... Shalom. And for those that don't know, that is a fast day. Y'all be blessed. You've just heard the Messiah's Branch broadcast featuring Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the internet, go to messiahsbranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Tune in next time for Messiah's Branch. <laughs>